Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. Each week, I share my recovery story of losing both of my parents to help others normalize their thoughts on grief. Hello, and welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. My name is Elise. I am your host. If you are new here, I share my story on grief. I'm not a mental health professional. This specific episode is going to be about medication. I am not a mental health professional. I'm not pushing medicine on you, and I'm not suggesting that you need it just because you're grieving. I'm just talking about my experience here, talking about how I was feeling, and just kind of going from there. But I did want to mention, because it's kind of a big deal, even though yesterday I tried to play it down like it wasn't a big deal, and because I was kind of sad about it, but I guess I kind of like graduated from therapy. Like, my therapist was like, hey, I don't really think you need to come back anymore. Like, you're doing really well. And I was like, no, like, I'm sad. You know, I I love therapy. (laughs) Um, I've been going to therapy on and off for, like, 10 years, (laughs) which is a long time. But I'm doing really well. I also um, started going to Codependence Anonymous earlier this year. And I'm on, it's like a 12-step program. I don't know. It's kind of like AA, but it's for like feelings and being a people pleaser. And I'm on step 10 of 12. So I'm also kind of done with that almost, which is crazy. Um, It's weird. It's just really weird. I don't know. I guess I should be proud of myself for doing well, but also kind of scared to not have that guidance. But we'll see. I mean, you know, if I need to go back, then I'll go back. But okay, medication. So medication for me and for a lot of people I think is really a scary topic. So I would say let's just kind of go backwards a little bit. When I was about 11 and 12 my teachers were like she needs medicine and my mom was like no she doesn't she's fine and when I say medicine in this case I'm talking about ADHD, ADD medicine, um, like Adderall which at the time when I was tested they gave me Concerta which is like the child the most child version of Adderall that you can get that has the least side effects, but it really changed my life. Um, ADHD medicine has been such a huge help. It turned me from being a terrible student to being like actually passionate about what I'm doing. So I would say that medicine can be helpful if you use it the right way and if it's for the right reasons. Um, But as I grew in high school, you know, I like, everyone was like, I'm taking antidepressants, I'm taking this, and I'm like, what are those? And they're like, it's for when you're sad, and I was like, oh, like, I'm sad all the time, but, like, I just, like, I'm sad because, like, my dad died, and my mom has cancer, and, like, I don't, I don't need that, though, like, I'm fine, because my understanding was that you should only take those medications if you were born with some type of chemical imbalance. So, with that being said, I didn't think I had a chemical imbalance. I just thought that I was sad because, you know, obviously going through traumatic things like that does that to you. And I actually had a really close friend of mine get prescribed all different kinds of medicine and it just didn't go well. And so my perception of medicine was like, that's going to happen to me. I'm going to be hospitalized. I'm going to, you know, start abusing it because it's addicting and I'm going to start needing more medicine on top of this medicine and it's not going to be enough. And like, what if it's the wrong dose or what if it makes me suicidal? Because 
that was really all that I knew. Like the people that I saw that were taking medicine happened to also be, you know, struggling with suicidal ideation. So in my head, I was like, I don't want that. Like I'm not suicidal. I don't, I don't want medicine. So really I was just very misinformed about like how it all works. And, you know, I would be in college and this is like after my mom died and they'd be like, oh, okay, like, what's your family history of this and that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, they're like, okay, and how old's your mom? And I'm like, she's dead. And they're like, and how old's your dad? I'm like, he's dead. And then they're like, how old are you? I'm like, um, I'm 21. And they're like, are you on medication? And I'm like, no. And they're like, do you want to be? And I'm like, I didn't even tell you I was sad. And and that wasn't just one doctor. That was like four or five doctors. Because I saw a lot of doctors. Because I've talked about this in other podcasts. That I had a lot of medical issues. That I wasn't sure what was going on with my body. Whatever. And I was like, I'm going to see all the doctors. And also, I had different insurances being passed around through like, you know, coming off my parents' healthcare. Going into school healthcare. Going to a different school's healthcare. Different jobs. Whatever. And I've had four or five doctors say like, oh, do you, do you have medicine? Do you need some? And, you know, they screen you too. They're like, are you in danger? Do you have any medical issues that we should know about? Do you feel safe in your home? Are you suicidal? And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then they're like, oh, you don't have parents. Do you need medicine? And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, I never said I was sad. And and then they're like, well, what are you doing for your mental health? I'm like, oh, I see a therapist. They're like, oh, good, good. That's great. That's great but really always trying to give me medicine. And when I first started seeing my therapist, like he was actually around um, before my mom died because I ran into him when I was finishing up my last two semesters at college, community college, before I went to um, like UIC. And I was seeing him and I was like, look, like if I'm going to see you, like I don't want you to try to push medicine down my throat. Like I'm not interested. I want to do this fully without medicine. It's not at all what I want. And he's like, that's great. Like, I'm not interested in giving out medicine. I like to see how much CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, we can do first and then try to decide from there if medicine is necessary. But I can't prescribe medicine. So in the event that we decide that you do need medicine, I'm going to have to send you somewhere else. So I was like, cool, we're not going to be doing that. So that's awesome. And basically, um, I just thought medicine was like evil and addicting and I don't need it. And then I started dating my boyfriend and he actually has like a ton of anxiety. Um, and my anxiety is like excessive worrying and body pain, I would say. And his anxiety is like insomnia and like heart palpitations and maybe like excessive worrying, but probably more, more level-headed, <laughs> I would say. Um, But yeah, like when he was a kid, he used to get so excited that Santa Claus was coming that he would literally throw up and like get the flu. So he's always had like crazy anxiety and like getting nervous about things. And when he started dating me, he's like, you have anxiety. I'm like, no, I don't. I was like, I'm a pretty carefree person. He's like, you have anxiety. And I'm like, no, I don't. And I do. (laughs) I really do have anxiety. I have a lot of it. It's it's here and it hasn't really gone anywhere. But Basically, um, I started having my boyfriend see my therapist because I was like, well, maybe he can help you because he's helped me so much. And they actually talked about him taking medicine, which I was like, no, like, I do not want you taking medicine. 
And he's like, why? I was like, well, because all my friends that are on it, like, they have a bad time and this and that. And they're all, like, going crazy. Like, they have to switch medicine all the time. It's like, what if you, what if you're not the same person that I love? And what if blah, 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 blah. Like, you hear what I'm saying here, right? Like, making it all about me. Like, making it all about my fears and what I want and, like, being controlling. Um, Not really cute, but... I definitely did have concerns. Like, I personally felt like I was doing, like, a good thing. I'm like, what if you try to do it on your own and without medicine, you know? And I talked to my therapist about it. He's like, what is your deal with medicine? Like, why are you so against it? And I'm like, everyone that I know that's on it has just, like, lost their mind. And he's like, well, who? And I told him who and why and how and what. And he was like, those are such unique situations with pre-existing conditions and people that were abusing their medicine. And that's not... It's not a valid representation of, like, what it means to actually be healthy and take medicine. And he's like, and do you hear, like, you hear how, like, you are trying to stop your boyfriend from feeling better because you're scared of the the healing process. And I was like, ew, like, when you say it like that, I hate it. Like, it makes me sound like such a controlling monster. And he's like, well, like, you know, you you see your boyfriend struggling a lot. And then you're upset that he wants to try to feel better. And I was like, oh, no, like, I don't I don't like that. Like, I don't like that at all. So um, he ended up taking the medicine and, and not liking it just because he just felt like it just wasn't for him. But for me, I always kind of wondered, like, should I take it? Should I not? Should I take it? Should I not? And I was like, I'm not taking it. Like, I'm never going to take it. And. I just kept thinking, like, I can do this on my own. I always have. I'm resilient. I've always been able to get through anything. And I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't know what it was. I think it was just the fear of, like, losing my mind. And my therapist laughed at me because I had some party days in college. And he's like, how come you're so proud to tell me about, like, all these different experiences you've had and things you've tried? But when it comes to a prescribed medication that's literally properly dosed for you, you don't want to take it. Tell me about that. Tell me why that makes sense. And I was like, I was like, okay, okay, that makes sense. Like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, that's, that's fair. Fair point. Touche. <laughs> but honestly, okay. So after he made me feel stupid, um, in a good way, I was like, thank you for making me feel stupid. Cause that was a good point. I went to my doctor and I was like, hey, um, my doctor, like, whatever. I don't really like my doctor that much. I don't really like the system that I go to. But um, I talked to her and I was like, hey, I really am looking for, like, Xanax maybe. Like, I kind of want Xanax. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, because I have anxiety sometimes, but not all the time. And my body hurts so much from Xan, like, just from from anxiety and I really think that Xanax would help and she's like I don't want to give you that and I was like why and she's like because it's super addictive and I was like well I mean isn't Adderall super addictive too and I take that and she's like yeah but mixing those two together anyway like doesn't really make sense and you know I just I just feel like it why don't we put you on an antidepressant and I was like no and she's like why and I was like because I don't have anxiety every day and I'm worried it'll change my brain and and like the way that I think and who I am as a person and she was like no like Xanax will do that to you and I was like I don't I don't think so I was like because I wouldn't be taking it every day and she's like no 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 
She's like, I won't give you Xanax. If you want Xanax, you have to see a psychiatrist because I don't feel comfortable prescribing that. But if you want antidepressants, just give me a call and I'll write you the prescription. So I called my mom's friend who's a nurse and I was like, what's up with this lady? Why won't she do this for me? Like everyone my whole life has been like, do you want pills? Do you want pills? Do you want Xanax? Do you want this? Do you want do you want all these pills? And and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. Like, no, I don't need them. Thank you. And then the one time I go and ask for them, like me with no parents, I'm telling you like why I have anxiety and how I have PTSD. And basically at the time, because I was struggling, I had insomnia pretty much. And she was just like, no, I was, I went straight into like victim mode, which I feel like a lot of us grievers do because we feel like life is not fair. And when we don't get our way, um, you know, sometimes we get like really hopeless about things. And I was immediately like so offended, just like, what the f- like, like, how could you not give me, like, me of all people, these medicine is created for people like me that have like trauma and like loss in their life. And then you go and you give it to someone that's been through nothing and not to, not to like compare, but that's how it felt like in the moment. I was just like, what do I need to do to get this medicine? Like, what the hell? And so I called my mom's friend who's a nurse and she's just like, actually, I'm going to have to agree with your doctor on that one. Like Xanax is super addicting and you should take the antidepressant. Why don't you want it? And I was like, Aunt Lori, like, I just don't know. Like, I don't want it. And I'm worried it's going to change me as a person and blah, 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 blah. She's like, I know so many people that are on it and they're doing great. And then I was in CODA and I was talking about how I'm scared to take medicine. And this girl was like, why don't you talk to me after? I was like, okay. So she talks to me and she's like, my daughter started taking it. It's amazing. It changed her life and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. So the next day I called my doctor. I was like, I want to try the medicine. And she was like, okay. So she started me with five milligrams of Lexapro. And I want to say within like four or five days, I felt so good. Like I felt so good. I felt like a kid again. And I've been on it for like, what's the date? April? I've been on it for like, I don't know, three months now, and I love it. I feel like a kid again. I feel happy when things that would normally stress me out, stress me out. I just laugh, and I'm just like, whatever. Like, it doesn't even matter in life at all. Like, I just feel good, and I really, like, feel so so sad for myself, if anything, like so many regrets about not taking it sooner. Because if you listen to my other episodes about how much I struggled with pain in my body and I don't know, just like suffering, suffering, like my therapist asked me, why do you choose to suffer? And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Why do I choose to suffer? I'm in therapy. Like I'm, I'm doing CODA. Like I'm talking about my grief. Like I'm not choosing to suffer. Like I'm working on the stuff, but it's I didn't know what I was missing. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, you know when you're sick and then you feel better and you, like, forgot what it was like to feel better or, like, you're so sick you finally feel good. You're, like, grateful that you don't feel sick anymore or, I don't know, maybe you break a bone and then it feels better and then forever you think about that, like, time your arm was broken or, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I turned my brain back into, like, childhood or like I feel like I reset my mind and I can see things with like a lighter heart again and I don't feel so hurt by everything and my chest doesn't hurt as much and my hands don't hurt and my feet don't hurt 
And I don't know, like, I I hope that if anyone out there tries medicine or if they have tried medicine, I hope they have a similar experience. I'm obviously, I'm not, I'm not a mental health professional, but like, gotta ask yourself, why do you choose to suffer? Like, that's a really, really good question. Like, that, that shit hurt my feelings. (laughs) Um, That, like, in a good way, I was like, oh no, like, this is not, this isn't good. This is a this is a serious question I need to ask myself and why why do I about about my boyfriend you know why why am I okay with him suffering rather than taking something that could help him like why did I do that you know like I had a really bad experience watching my friends take these medicines and but the thing is though they weren't taking them right they were either not taking them or they were taking too many to have fun or they were selling them or they were like mixing it with like other things they shouldn't be taking that weren't prescribed to them. So yeah, like if you're going to do all that, like it's not going to go well, you know? Um, but yeah, I just didn't want to go crazy. I thought, you know, but I don't know. Medicine has helped me so much and, and I hate, I hated it. Like it's still like, I hate talking about it. You know, I hate admitting that because I, just wanted to be enough by myself and I just wanted to feel better by myself and I wanted to take like a holistic approach to feeling better but you know like I I did try I mean maybe not a hundred percent like herbal remedies or whatever but like I really did try to feel better for like seven years on my own and it wasn't working and now because of this one little pill that takes me one second a day to just remember to take it like my life is just bright like I love it like I love everything and I don't get so mad about things I just laugh and I don't know I just I'm happy I'm happy like I haven't said that in years I am happy what (laughs) like actually happy like it's so crazy like so happy that my therapist was like I think we're good here you know like let me know if you need me in a couple months but like you're doing really well and I'm proud of you. And I think that, you know, in the future, maybe three months from now, we can try to have another session and see how it's going. And I was like, okay, do I get a certificate for graduating from therapy? He said, yes, but I think honestly, I'm just going to get a bill in the mail. (laughs) I don't really know. But anyway, um, let's see. Next episode is going to be about caregiving actually really quick want to mention if you have any questions about medication or any questions about my experience with medication or just any questions in general about my story or my life or anything please feel free to message me on instagram my instagram is the no parents podcast my facebook is also the no parents podcast so if you have any questions just message me there but next week's episode um It might be pretty triggering. It's going to be about caregiving and healing from caregiving. I'm going to talk about pretty much my mom's entire story of me caring for her. So if you feel like that might trigger you or if you've taken care of someone with cancer and um, this episode might be one that you want to skip or, you know, if you want to listen to it, that's fine too. But I'm going to be pretty honest about what happened. So kind of like nervous to record it to be honest because I'm not sure how it's going to affect me personally but I guess we'll uh, see when we get there (laughs) but 
Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Your support has been awesome. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I've been loving the messages and the comments that I've been getting and some fan mail, which was awesome. Thank you, Glitter and Litter. I'm never going to forget that you sent me that. I love that. Um, But yeah, so next week, caregiving. And then after that, I'm going to talk about grief in movies, which I'm pretty excited about because I just grief in movies. So important just triggers the shit out of me and I want to talk about it and I want to talk about Finding Dory, how that movie triggered me, which is ridiculous, but Disney's really good at that. So caregiving next week. I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a good week. I love you all and I will see you soon.